Hello, everyone. This is Mohanad Al Sheikhi. And this is Hannah Wright. And this is You Could Do That on Television, the podcast where we talk about all the insane reality TV shows of the 2000s that you could definitely not make today. Yes. And today we have a very special show called Scare Tactics. I cannot remember what year that show was from. Uh, but, Scare Tactics started yeah. in 2003. It was an early one. That show and is was, honestly like re- a, a special type of hell, I'd say. <laughs> yeah, so Scare Tactics was a hidden camera prank show, but it was called a, a horror comedy prank show where they pranked people with like a horror movie level of fear and yeah it it first ran from 2003 just to 2004 and then it took a hiatus and came back in 2008 to 2013 and then another hiatus and then it was rebooted in 2017 so the show has had a lot of lives and it feels like it has been on forever but really not that long at one time it's and and they had like multiple hosts like the latest one i think was tracy morgan that was the last host that they yeah Yeah, I can. Yeah, I remember watching it when it was first on, and it was uh, Shannon Doherty was the first host for season one, and then Daniel Baldwin hosted the second season randomly, and then Tracy Morgan took over from season three. Yeah, and I'd say my favorite one has been Tracy Morgan. Oh, absolutely, he was he was absolutely the best one. Yeah, he's just he's just absolutely insane, and his comments are so weird about like his intros before every video are just so strange to me. And I think one thing I love about scare tactics is that even when the what they call the victim or like the person who they're, they're pranking is not on camera or is not with them in the room, they still go with the dialogue like it's a move behind closed doors. Right, yeah. They're trying to make them look like actually, look and feel actually cinematic and not just like, a classic hidden camera prank show, which I was actually reading about it. And prank shows are like one of the earliest forms of reality TV, specifically like a hidden camera prank show. Um, if you had to guess, Mohanad, what year would you think the first hidden camera prank show aired on TV? 1980? Not even close. It was what? 1948. 1948. What? Candid camera. Candid Camera was one of the very first TV shows, <laughs> and it ran through the 70s, and it started out as a radio show, and then in 48, it became a, a TV show, which is, is crazy. That, yeah, but I, I'm just trying to imagine what pranks would have looked like back in 1948. <laughs> like, how do you prank, like, how do you even prank people? Like, do you, <laughs> just do you all run, banana peels. <laughs> exactly. You run to someone and be like, oh, I have the Spanish flu. yeah it was spanish flu and banana peel slipping only (laughs) that is so insane yeah yeah so that's yeah that was crazy to me and yeah so basically people on scare tactics are set up by a friend or family member who wants to teach them a lesson or something and they put them in an elaborately staged situation that exploits their wildest fear. And they use movie quality, special effects, makeup, stunts, CGI, you name it. And there has been times on the show where, (laughs) okay. So basically it ends with 
um, one of the actors asking the the victim, are you scared? <laughs> and then they try to end it that way by then having them admit, yes, they're scared. And then they say, well, you shouldn't be. You're on scare tactics, which I kept watching it and thinking like about season one of the show when they were filming it, people must have been like, what the fuck are you talking about? Exactly. <laughs> like mid traumatizing yeah. situation. They're like, what, what does that mean? That's not helpful to me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, like even like, I- I guess I guess they pick people who have or are already familiar with the show or have watched the show because I feel like it's funny because every time they say you're on scare tactics, they immediately know what they're on. Uh, right. But I feel like if I've never watched it, I'm just going to be like, okay, what the fuck? Right. Or before Sh- it premiered, if they were filming the first season. <laughs> yeah. People hadn't uh, heard of it. It's Yeah. No, it's it's insane. And honestly, I do not know how... This shit is illegal. Uh, is legal, you know, because it's like, Absolutely, what yeah. if someone like get like gets a heart attack and just dies? I know. I kept thinking that too, or like punches the actors in the face. That's every single prank. I was like, I would have like punted this person who was coming at me. <laughs> like, I I'm surprised. I was yeah. reading about it, and they only, I think, it only a couple times did someone assault an actor <laughs> playing the psycho and then they had to shut down production but i think even after they tell me that i am on scare tactics and that my friend or whatever comes at uh, like out <laughs> i will still punch them <laughs> yeah exactly like i'm sorry it's still deserved <laughs> yeah don't put me through this and also like i it's funny because obviously before they put it out you have to sign a release form and uh right. The uh, director and or the producer on Reddit said that back in like with the show first air, so like twenty three to like twenty five or whatever, it was so easy for them to get like releases because people just uh, wanted to be on TV so bad. But after it oh, was kind of yeah. hard. Yeah, it was kind of hard to get them to be like, yeah, put me on TV, looking very, uh, looking in my worst shape ever. I don't think I would sign a yeah, release, exactly. to be honest. I'd be like, nah, fuck this shit. Unless I look, that, yeah, well, unless I looked very apparently- brave. <laughs> yeah, the entire time you're just like, oh, an alien. I don't care. I'll fight it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, but apparently, I was reading about the production of the show, and this this was confusing to me. I don't know if you read this too, but. They said that sometimes they are lured into the pranks on the premise of being on a fake reality show called Fear Antics, which plays off like a show similar to MTV's Jackass, but ends in dire consequences, which sounds exactly like what Scare Tactics is. So like they're saying that they were telling they were like making them convincing them to film that they were going to be on a reality show, but then things go wrong. Oh, so that yeah. they're still scared but are aware of why they're being filmed. Yeah. Sometimes I was like, it doesn't look like this could have been possibly filmed with only hidden cameras. Yeah. You know? No, exactly. It's also, I, I guess my other thing is like, so most of the videos I watched is that they lure someone in by telling them that they have gotten a job. So like a receptionist or uh, like some like <laughs> yeah. assistant for a doctor or something. And I'm sorry. I think the worst part of this would, for me, would be like, oh, I don't have a job now. <laughs> right. So this job is fake and it only lasted me one day. <laughs> exactly. I'd be so mad. 
I'd be like, I was thinking about that too, and how weird it would be if I were like to a friend, if I were like Mohanad. Guess what? I got you a job as a receptionist at a doctor's office to just show up on this day. Don't ask me any questions. I would be like, any what person would be like, what? What's the job? Like, what does it pay? Like, can I talk to someone about like, what are my responsibilities? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> also, imagine if I said no to a job and then to take this job instead, and then I have to email them back <laughs> and be like, hey, sorry. So the other job was just a prank. <laughs> Oh, it was scare tactics again. They're like, yeah. oh, we get it. Uh, yeah, exactly. It like, oh. happens all the time. <laughs> oh my god, I know. <laughs> but so we we watch multiple, and like each if the, each of them lasts maybe like four to five minutes before they mm-hmm. have to stop it. Uh, and I think, but so like, there were yeah. also. Oh, sorry. Are you going to get into the episodes yet, or should we talk about the lawsuits before? Oh yeah, what's so? What's the lawsuit? Before the before we recap the specific episodes, there are some wild things about the show itself uh, to talk about. So there were a couple of lawsuits from the show. The first one was originally in 2003 before it aired. One of the contestants um, thought she was being chased by a space alien on her way to a posh Hollywood party. And it was just like a classic episode where an alien like takes her friends out of the car and she thinks they've been killed and she runs away. And so she ended up suing the sci-fi channel and the producers of scare tactics saying that (laughs) she suffered emotional, severe emotional damage and had to be hospitalized several times for severe emotional distress, which is wild. Several, several hospitalizations for this alien prank, this poor woman. And she won, she won the lawsuit. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I guess, like, if you actually, like, you know, believed in aliens and you're not, you know, I don't know. I just, <laughs> because, like, some of these scenarios are just, like, if you tell me about them in, like, real life and you're like, oh, would you be scared if that happens? I'm like, oh, I, I wouldn't believe it's real. But they look so real. Like, they do, yeah. They, yeah, they make you question, like, your own sanity and reality. And you're like, maybe I am the first one to experience something like this. Right. there, Because like so many of season one, I remember, I remember watching it when it was first on. And I feel like so many of the season one episodes were them driving people in the desert, in like the remote desert down an empty abandoned road. And then the car breaks down and then either like a Bigfoot or an alien comes and or like vampires and starts like shaking the car. Like anyone would be so terrified. Because even if it was just like a a human person, I would be terrified. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. It's, I don't know. It's just, it's just too much. Like some of them are like more believable than others. Uh, but I'd say for the most part, they were like ones, like the ones that like have like a, I guess an element of sci fi. Like you're like, Oh, I don't know if I would believe that or not, even though I, I think I would. But like some were just like did not have the element. It was just a human thing. And I think I would fall right. for that. Oh, totally. Totally. I feel like I would fall for any of them. Um, But so then the other lawsuit was from 2020. And that was from the co-creators of the show. So two guys created it together. Okay. And then they had a falling out in 2011. And one of them stayed as a producer on Scare Tactics. And the other one left and divested from the company. But then... Went on to create his own show for Netflix called Prank Encounters that 
The description of the show is monstrous frights meets hilarious reveals on this hidden camera prank show as real people become the stars of their own full-blown horror movie. And it's hosted by the kid from Stranger Things as like the, he's like the Ashton Kutcher in Punked of it. <laughs> like he comes out at the end and is like, gotcha, you're on prank encounters. So he obviously sued him because he completely yeah. ripped off the show from like it's verbatim. <laughs> Just change the words slightly. I, I am sorry. This feels like <laughs> also the name of the show feels like something that uh, AI would come come up with. <laughs> I know. Prank encounters. Absolutely. Shut the fuck up. What the, <laughs> what the fuck is prank encounters? Like I would be so. <laughs> it does not sound as scary. Like if 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 the host comes to me and they're like, "You are on prank encounter," I'm like, "Oh, I thought this was scare tactics. This is even more embarrassing right now." <laughs> I know. I'd be like, is this your YouTube show? Okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, no, I don't want to be on it. Yeah. It sounds like a show within a TV show that like can't license the name Scare Tactics. So like comes exactly. up with a sound like for it. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I'm like, oh, well, don't be scared. You just encounter the prank. Did you uh did you see the Reddit AMAs with the creators yeah, of the show? I they both they both independently yes, okay. So those were amazing. They both independently did these Reddit AMAs about the show years apart. I love to think that they're just like bitter fucking rivals. And the oh. one was like, Oh, you did a Reddit AMA? I'm the actual creator of the show. I'm that makes Reddit so AMA. much sense now. Because I was like, why mm-hmm. are there two, like from two people mm-hmm. answering questions? Yeah. Okay, that that makes so much sense to me now. Yeah. Uh, yeah okay. You wanna get, yeah. Do you want to get into the episodes? Um. Yeah. Wait, can I say some funny things that were from the Reddit AMAs? Oh, please do. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. So I read them as well. And some funny things that stuck out to me from that. So <laughs> one person asked one of the creators, if you had the chance to prank anyone dead or alive, who would you choose? And he said, Abraham Lincoln or Hitler, same prank, shave them in their sleep, wake them up, laugh for days. Is, is that, that's how he wants to prank Hitler? That's yeah. Mm-hmm. By, that's how he sh- would prank Hitler. He would shave them? him and and then he would laugh. So wow. if yeah, that's you know, if we wouldn't we all if we had the opportunity to go back in time and do one thing to Hitler. If you if you had a time machine and you could prank go back in time, would you prank baby Hitler? <laughs> Just make him feel a little embarrassed for a little bit of time. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that will fix everything. Also, <laughs> Abraham Lincoln, I'm sorry, like, what kind of prank is that for him, too? It's just like, uh, right. sir, uh, sir, Abraham, if you think this prank is bad, wait for a few years when you go to a theater. That is not going to be a prank. <laughs> now, I think these would this would be the worst thing that either of those men had ever encountered, <laughs> this prank. <laughs> Just Hitler being like, I am on prank encounters. Fuck. <laughs> as long as it's not scare tactics, though. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't want that one. That is so... Okay, that's such a stupid answer. I love it so much. I know. Because, yeah, because... Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, I've read like so, multiple... So then, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. 
So then this one will kind of lead us into the episodes, I think, because someone asked what what are your favorite type of scary scenarios? Are they ghost, demonic, alien, crazed killer? And the guy says, I think this is a different producer now. He says, I love pranks where we get people to believe the unbelievable, and they usually involve little people. Specifically, Gabriel Pimentel, who played Rat Monster, Satan's Baby, Barnacle Boy, and even a garden gnome. <laughs> There's nothing inventive about scaring people with a weapon. <laughs> but if we can scare someone with a creature, that's when the show's at its best. So, yes, the show, <laughs> with us getting into the episode, you'll see, they used little people quite a bit in their scares, which a lot is definitely... Yeah, it's it makes sense with the time. I feel like TV, like Jackass and shows like that, we're using and exploiting little people quite a bit, which is hard to watch now. I really but. hope that they paid that guy so much money because they've used him so much. And definitely, the whole prank was just like, yeah, you're not, uh, you know, you're not normal sized, and that's scary. <laughs> and we're gonna make yeah. you a rat. We're gonna make you a demon. We're gonna make you so many other things. A horrifying little baby. Oh, God. Okay, so the first one, should we talk about Satan's baby? Yes. That one, to me, was very funny for a specific reason. One of the lines I thought was were hilarious, and we'll get to that. But uh, the first thing I loved about this is that the intro of it, it's Tracy Morgan saying, you know the reason I do this show? It's fucking crazy. And I'm like, okay, cool, man. <laughs> is that why you do it? That's awesome. But so on the nose, and the victim basically was Britney. And her mom said, Britney always wanted to be a big TV star. So, guess what? I'm gonna have her be on TV. And so, she got her a job answering phones. I'm like, what does she think this is for? For her TV career, no, but I guess she meant like she's gonna put on scare tactics that way she will be on TV and sees how she likes it. And I'm like, I am sure that's not what she meant by being on TV, mom. Yeah, this was not what she had in mind yeah, for her I, acting career. I'm sorry, if my mom... <laughs> her big do, break. Yeah, if my mom would do that to me, I'll fucking hate her so much. I'd be like, are you making fun <laughs> of my... You're making fun of my dreams? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, so, how, so, yeah, so what was this prank? So, so they got a job, yeah, answering phones at a doctor's office. And then uh, a man comes in and he says that he needs a doctor and his wife is in labor. Uh, and then, you know, they take the wife in uh, with the doctor. And the man is just so fucking bizarre. He's standing outside uh, and he, you know, uh, calls someone on the phone who he says is his priest and then says, son is about to arrive. Praise him. <laughs> And I was like, okay, that is very weird. And then they called the woman, uh, the uh, Brittany, who yeah, gets they're like, pranked. Brittany, receptionist, you got to help us deliver this baby, of course. <laughs> and she was like, absolutely, sure. And the woman was like, can I squeeze your hand? And she was like, sure. And then she sees a man behind uh, the glass door. And he's like, such a big man. And he's just staring mm -hmm. at her. And I was like, this guy doesn't look like a priest. He looks like the Undertaker, like like uh, that wrestler. <laughs> yeah, and the woman giving birth is like, that's not my priest. Yeah. Also, oh my god, the woman says, I'm only five months in. Yeah, oh yeah. And so uh, she, Brittany's horrified. Yeah, Brittany's like, like, this is oh. way above my pay grade. 
Exactly. Yeah. And then they says they say we 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 just need the baby. She doesn't matter about the uh, about mm-hmm. the woman giving birth. And they make it sound like the woman who's giving birth is not in on it. Like she doesn't know what's happening. Right. So she's also right. horrified. She's giving birth. Mm-hmm. And and then you know she keeps pushing and she keeps pushing, and then <laughs> the baby comes out. And uh, it's a demon. <laughs> it's a demon. It's a it's a large a demon. demon. Baby. <laughs> it like leaps out of her. <laughs> this little little person in a Satan baby costume Covered leaps out of her. Yeah, attacks the doctor immediately. Jumps on him. Starts like screaming and crawling around the room, like horrifyingly, saying, "Praise me!" <laughs> and th- she said, "He says, praise me." And then. Brittany replies, no, I love God. This is the devil. I will not praise him. She really thought she was like being raptured in this moment. And she's like, I got to declare my loyalties. I'm not going down with Satan. It's such a fucked up thing because you can tell that their mom, the mom told them that she does believe in God. So like she would think this is real. Totally. Yeah. Because she thought this was an actual demon. Um, one of my favorite parts of this one was before it starts, Tracy Morgan is introducing it and he's saying how like she set her up to be on TV and answer phones, blah, blah, blah. And then he says, sounds easy as long as no one tries to put Satan's baby in you. <laughs> he's, he's just so matter of fact about them all. I... You know what? If you're listening to this and you ever get a job answering phones at an office, ask them, are you going to put Satan babies in me? If not, then you should take the job. Yeah. Make sure you ask. They yeah, have to she should have asked. You. That's on her. Yeah, exactly. exactly. But, <laughs> yeah, and then the mom came out and she was like, well, Brittany, you wanted to be on TV. Now you're on TV. What the fuck? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> but then she's like, Brittany's like, well, I guess it's a start for my talk show. So she wants to have a talk show and she's going to use this as her her launching point. Everyone knows that before Oprah became Oprah, she was scared by a demon and that launched her career. Mm-hmm. You have to so. pay your dues. You have to pay your dues in exactly. this industry. <laughs> yeah. So so that was the first one I watched. Oh, and, then, and then the second one. The oh. second one was honestly, yes. to me, was very scary. This one was horrifying. Horrifying. Yes. So the second one we watched was also, believe it or not, featuring the little person actor. And this was also someone who was set up at a doctor's office (laughs) to work at a doctor's office, which maybe just don't take random job offers at doctor's offices if you don't know what it is. Um, And so she thinks that it's a doctor's a doctor who specializes in conjoined twins yeah. and which imagine if I imagine if I set you up at that and I was like, I know you've been looking for work, Mahan. <laughs> yeah. It's How about a guy who specializes twins. in special cases of conjoined twins as were separated later in life and now have psychological problems about, the, about it. Um, yeah. He says he deals with difficult cases. And so, then a patient calls the office and says, I need to talk to the doctor and says, I'm, my name is blah, blah, blah. And the doctor's like, no, tell him I'm not here. Tell him I'm not here. And so she tells him. And then 
he comes into the office later and he's like, you're lying. I know he's here and finds the doctor and goes into another room and he brings with him this little like pet carrier case that's covered in a blanket. Oh and my God. Yeah. <laughs> leaves it in the room with her and she can sort of hear them yelling at each other from the other room. And the doctor's like, I can't put you back together. It's not healthy. He was eating away at you. And then of course, in the back in the room with the girl who's the victim, Jessica, the, the conjoined twin escapes from the cage. And it's just like, it's the guy is like covered in like prosthetics and really looks horrifying and starts crawling around the room insanely. And (laughs) then they like, they get the other guy back in there and they're like holding each other and saying, put us back together. You have to put us back together. And (laughs) And it's so horrifying (laughs) because they look alike. Yeah. And the little, what really would fuck me up was when the little twin was crawling up to her and goes, eat, eat, eat. (laughs) (laughs) I know. <laughs> it was so scary. She's truly, she's like standing on top of the desk screaming bloody murder. She was so, so scary. She's like, I can't put you back together. I'm not a doctor at all. <laughs> it was, it was. Yeah. I feel like that one would have fuck, fucked me up so bad. Uh, yeah. 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 That was one, one was horrifying. And then for the opening line, Tracy Morgan for this episode says, Welcome back, bitches. I was like, I don't know that we were, you know, we're like that, close like I that. Know. But thank you, man. It really, he really is like Tracy Jordan and Thirty Rock in real oh, life. One hundred percent, yeah, one hundred percent. It's so fun. Uh, but yeah, this one was so weird. Also, like this one, I was like, this would not be at all a real medical situation that would happen. But I guess in the moment you might forget that. But I'd be like, you wouldn't separate conjoined twins and then just like give it to him to have if it was not like. A human that could function on its own. Well, you know what? Speaking of medical professionals, uh, back to the Reddit uh, thing. They had one guy on Scare Tactics who was also supposed to come in and help a a doctor. And Mm -hmm. what they did not know that this guy was like, he's like a vet and used to be like a medical professional, like on like combat, like field and stuff like that. So he knew what he was doing. So he saw the blood and he was like, this doesn't look real. The, you, the oh, blood really? Look, oh, my God. Yeah, he was like, the blood shouldn't look like this. this. This doesn't make any sense. And they were like, okay, well, thank you so much, then. And then you just like ended the, <laughs> ended the prank. That's so funny. He got them. They were probably like, all right, never bring anyone in who knows anything about medical Yeah, ex- well, again. exactly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Only aspiring actors from now on. I know. And so, <laughs> I and the other at the one end was of this one. Oh, yeah. oh, sorry. No, no, go for it. Yeah. Uh, oh, just at the end of this one, it was funny how um, when they were like, "If you can't put us back together, there's only one other option. I have to put you on scare tactics." And she clearly doesn't know what that is, and she's just like, "No, please don't, please don't." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know that was so funny. No, it's a show. It's a show. <laughs> Because it seems, I love. Uh, <laughs> it seems like it's like a, a procedure of some sort, you know. Like I put you on scare tactics. Like I'm like, no, right. look, don't no, touch me. Like, I don't know yeah. what the fuck is going on, but I don't want you to do anything to me. I know. My favorite, like, kind of prank show reveal is like where they 
reveal it and no one knows what you're talking about. Like, did you ever see the show The Carbonaro Effect? No, I've never seen that. That was like a magic prank show. And I think it was on True TV and I loved it. But I think I was the only person that ever watched it. And so every time he revealed the show to the person he was pranking, he'd be like, have you ever heard of The Carbonaro Effect? And every single time they'd be like, no. <laughs> and he'd have to I, explain the whole show to them. I am sorry. That that sounds just horrifying. And also like, this just sounds like a just like a an Italian restaurant's name. It the does, Carbonaro yeah. Effect or yeah, I'm just like, yeah. When I go to Carbonaro Effect, I'm like, yeah, sure. They have a great pasta. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. So he was so definitely good. just waiting for someone to recognize it one day, but it never happens. That is so embarrassing. <laughs> like they they have to pitch the show every time. <laughs> He's like, you'd love it. You check it out. You're gonna be on it. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're you're on it. They're like, uh, okay, yeah, sure. Is what what okay. network is it? Yeah, what network is it on? Tupi or something? Like, what is what is this? <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That one. That one was horrifying. Yeah, I know. So, what else? Which? What other prank have you? Do you think you've liked and would like to talk about next? Okay, the ex-wife one. Yeah. The ex-wife showing up to the divorce party. Did you watch that one? Yep. She's setting up. Yeah. yeah the the guy fun. setting up a divorce party. And uh, yeah, that, that, that one was like weird because like that one had like a human element to it. So. Right. Yeah. No, no sci-fi in this one. Yeah. So like this man got. This man got divorced and he's putting together a divorce party and he's like sitting in a hot tub and they basically the woman got a job as like a caterer for it. And, you know, she's like preparing the Mm -hmm. food and working in the kitchen and stuff. And they really committed to the uh, movie aspect of this one because the woman in the the hot tub was like, yeah. She just like took her bra off and just got it. And I was like, you didn't have to do that. <laughs> and then, yeah, so then the ex-wife calls the house and she's like, who is answering my phone? Who the fuck is this? And yeah. the girl who's there being pranked as the caterer, she literally like gives no fucks, which I thought was very amusing. She was just I like, um, I don't know. <laughs> and hangs up. And it's also, oh my God. Also the woman that they got to play the ex-wife they, she looked like the most ex-wife you could ever imagine. Oh yeah, she was great. She like was they in gave like a full velour tracksuit. Yeah, suit. yeah. It, Karen oh, haircut. The tracksuit. Oh my, yes, yes. She looked like a rich <laughs> ex-wife who did not get what she wanted out of the divorce, and now she's there for vengeance, and she wants the house, and she couldn't get the house, and all of that stuff. And she comes in. And she chokes the woman who was in the top. She just kills her. Mm-hmm. Leaves and a then, pool of blood for them to find. Exactly. Exactly. And and the guy starts <laughs> start running. <laughs> and, they, and the woman being pregnant. This was so funny to me. Because the ex-wife calls her a little slut. And she's like, I am not, I'm not a little slut. I was just answering the phone. I know. I thought she, her reaction was so wild to me because so then she's like, the ex-wife is confronting the husband and the girl who's being pranked. And she's like, how long have you been fucking my husband? You little slut. And the girl, like, she never just says outright, like, 
I'm the caterer. Like, I know that, that is not this situation. She's just like, I just met him today. And she's like, oh, so you just met him and you're fucking him. And she's just like very low key about it all. I would have been panicking so much more thinking this woman like was actually about to kill me. She was just like, no, ma'am, that's not the situation. You're confused. <laughs> I know. Exactly. No, it was, it was wild to me. And also like, I mean, here's the thing, like for someone who's like just holding a knife, I get it. It's still, like a weapon, but I'm just like. Why are you guys, like, not running? It's not a gun. Running or, like, no one's ever, like, calling the police? I guess people didn't have cell phones at yeah. this time. Which, yeah, she didn't, I guess that's a huge part of it. Yeah, she didn't know where the landline would, is, so that was, a, that was an issue. Yeah, every single one of these pranks, I'd be dialing 911, like, 30 seconds in. And just running yeah. the fuck away. Oh, my away. God. <laughs> Oh, exactly. Like, literally, immediately. I wouldn't even, like, wait for anything. And... Yeah. Like, out of here. (laughs) Also, like, for some reason, so Tracy Morgan, this is a line I do not understand. He closed the episode with. But he said, some girls bleed? Question mark? Not in my house. What does that mean? (laughs) What the fuck does that mean? It was wild wild because that was after the girl who was being pranked was saying that when she saw the pool of blood left by the girl who was quote-unquote killed she just thought that maybe that that girl got her period on the pool she was like well some girls bleed sometimes you know and then tracy Morgan goes not in my house which you're right does not make any sense in any context yeah i'm like it like yeah i i just like i really I really like would love if they add someone in the episode that comes after every closing line. Like, explain that, Tracy. What does that mean? I, I just want to like hear. You know what? what? He maybe, maybe he means that no women bleed in his house, aka menstruate, because he always gets them pregnant. Oh, that is. <laughs> it's a it's a long leap, but I know I know my Tracy. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, probably, that's probably it that's very gross but Could have been it. And uh, I, I feel like maybe that's what he meant in his head and producers were just like we're not asking no questions yeah they were like <laughs> let sure. him say it whatever say whatever it. you like yeah uh, <laughs> jesus christ yeah uh, uh, yeah that what's the what's the next one you want to talk about oh the one after that was the shotgun uh wedding uh oh yeah 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 where, Okay, I'll say this before we I, I, before I get into it, but that guy kind of deserved it, the prank. Oh yeah, yeah. Another another non sci fi one. Yeah. So some of these are fun, just like psychological torture experiments of people. Yeah, because that motherfucker was kind of not kind of he was a creep. He was a creep, and I think that's why his friend set him up because he was like a ladies' man who yeah. thinks he can get any girl he wants. So <laughs> exactly, <laughs> get yeah. him a job. Working on a farm. Yes. (laughs) Working for a guy who just carries around a shotgun all the time, of course. And his only thing is like, don't, don't talk to my daughter. My hot daughter who's walking around here. Don't you dare even think about it. Yeah. And he also said, (laughs) don't touch my job. Don't touch my dog. And I'm just like, sure, that too. Uh, Two two things. (laughs) You don't touch my daughter or my dog. And I was like, awesome. (laughs) And then yeah, the daughter comes <laughs> out, and uh, and then he says, "I know what you're thinking, boys. This is my baby. Leave her alone." 
<laughs> and she is like full sexy baby. Yeah. Get up. She's uh, like a sexy, like 21 year old woman or whatever in like a tiny little skirt, tiny little shirt and just carrying around a stuffed animal for some reason, like basically sucking her thumb, like yeah. doing full sexy baby cosplay. It's so funny. And then Matthew, the victim goes up because he needs to find gloves. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and then he goes up and the girl comes out of the bathroom and she's not wearing a shirt. She's like topless. And yeah, full boobies out. This motherfucker immediately gets into it. No question asked. Starts touching her immediately. Yeah. Like she, she's like coming on to him and like trying to tempt yeah. him, but like full stranger. And he's just like, damn, oh, okay, fuck. <laughs> and it's just like <laughs> about to like about to have sex with this girl. I'm like, what if he like really started going at it on the show? They would I know. Be like, no, he hold on, really hold on, cut, cut, cut. <laughs> No, he really would have gone with it, like if he had more time. And it's also like, yeah. what about like motherfucker? You're only up there to find gloves. I'm sure the guy will come and be like, "Where are the gloves?" And you also saw her dad had a shotgun. What are you doing? The one rule, and then yeah, so the dad comes in and finds them, and <laughs> basically says, "Well, he she accuses him." of coming on to her she's like i wasn't i didn't want it he just started touching me and like wouldn't stop and he's like no she's lying which is true but bad luck and then the dad says the one thing you can do now is you have to marry her (laughs) and And then his response (laughs) he says well you're not the father of law uh uh, the father-in-law i would like to have yeah, <laughs> because he has a, a shotgun. <laughs> is that is that why? Yeah, he's just like I don't. You've got a gun. I don't want you as my father in law. <laughs> what a dummy! Like uh, like literally, there was no way you would have had me sign a release for that episode after looking like a fucking freak. Oh yeah. Oh my god. Absolutely not. And this is just an example of people being desperate to be on TV, no matter how bad they look. I think. Yeah. Like that is. How do you get a job after that? Like, <laughs> no idea. Insane. But then Tracy had a very good closing line after they reveal he's on scare tactics. They cut back to Tracy and he says, Be honest, it was all worth it to see those boobies. <laughs> yes. Yes, he just says that. <laughs> and it's like, Shut the fuck up, Tracy. <laughs> what a weirdo. <laughs> Like that's that's what you took away from that? Oh yeah, yeah, I guess. It, <laughs> it makes yeah, it makes no sense. It's it's fucking insane to me. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, it's. I mean, th- that one was like you know that man was not as scared. He was just like in an uncomfortable situation. I guess he was just horny. But <laughs> but the one well, he thought he was gonna be shot. Yeah, <laughs> I oh. feel like that. At that point, I would have ran the fuck away. Yeah. I mean, he should have ran away when he had time. I don't know why he waited downstairs. Yeah. That was so fucking weird. But the the one after that, the uh, demented baby, that one was so weird. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yes. Another Guys, we watched so many episodes. I truly (laughs) fell down. They're so fast. They go by so fast. And it's so... 
there's so many of them on yeah. YouTube and I just fell down an insane rabbit hole, but they were, we have to talk about all of them because they're all so good. Yeah. The demented daddy, <laughs> demented baby, demented daddy one yeah. was another, another example of a guy who gets hired for a construction job and he's the one being pranked. And so the owner of the home is like showing them what to do, installing hardwood floor, kind of giving them unnecessary backstory about the, himself in the house saying that his wife left him and now it's just him and his daughter living there. So he wants to redo the house uh, to make it so that boys can come over for his daughter, which was so weird. And he's oh, like, no. boys like you. <laughs> and asks how old they are. They say they're 24. And he's like, oh, that might be too old. But she's pretty mature. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So, okay. And then how old is his daughter? Yeah, and then he he disappears and then yeah. the daughter comes out. And, and who's the daughter? It okay, for for real, it literally took me a second to realize he was the daughter too. Really? <laughs> You're like, wow, no. what a ugly huge daughter. <laughs> yeah, I thought I just thought it was another man, I guess. Uh, oh yeah so it's the dad the dad is insane in this prank and is his own daughter comes dressed up like a creepy little girl yeah comes back into the room and is like hi my dad told me you guys were here but he didn't tell me you were so cute do you think i'm cute oh my god and they're just I like know. this is like this is more like what to do if you're confronted with like a really severely mentally unwell person less so than like a scare Cause they're just like, like respectfully, they're just like going with it and being like, don't make any issues for this person. Exactly. And then the man troubled. comes back. Yeah. The man comes back again with, but he has makeup on his face, like uh, lipstick and stuff. And he's like, what mm -hmm. did you do to my daughter? She's so mad right now. Come here and apologize <laughs> She's to crying. her. Yeah. yeah. And then the daughter comes, like he chokes the other man to death. He kills him. Mm -hmm. uh, and then and the then guy. They find a skull, a human skull in oh a cardboard box. Yes. And he's like, when then he's the daughter again. Suddenly he goes, that's my mommy. <laughs> and starts Jesus yelling Christ. at him saying, don't leave me. Everyone leaves me. Will you be my boyfriend? <laughs> and I loved the guy's reaction where he was just like, sorry, I, I have a girlfriend already. <laughs> and then, and then she, and then he said, is your girlfriend prettier than me? And he's like, yeah. Yeah, he's like, yeah, sorry, <laughs> TBH. He was, I, I respect that. Yeah, he was very honest. Uh, I'm sure, I'm sure his girlfriend was happy with that. He was like, he was like, yeah, I'm not backing down. She is way prettier than you, and you sit the ball so <laughs> yeah. low, but whatever. I like how that's how he thought. What this is what he thought would like disarm this like violently crazy person would be like, oh well, shoot, if he has a girlfriend already, I guess I should just back off. <laughs> Exactly. Fair. Fair. Yeah. Like, okay, I guess, whatever. Darn, all the good ones taken. <laughs> and then, yeah, they reveal it, and he's just like, okay. <laughs> yeah, it was, um, it was too much. The next one, the next one I thought was one of the craziest ones, the, the temporary nurse caretaker one. Yeah. Which was another, like, a uh, psychological like trauma situation that I would have like ended so much earlier than this girl did, who is hired to be a caretaker to help this man with his bedridden wife. Mm -hmm. And 
he gives her the backstory about his wife saying she was in an accident. She was a dancer. She's in a tragic accident. And now she's bedridden. And they show a flashback, which obviously the prank pranky does not see. But this is for like cinematic background for us at home where he is running her over with his car. So yeah. we're like, okay, obviously this guy, it was already clear. He's the one, he's the reason she's bedridden and he's like holding her hostage basically. Yeah. Cause he's a crazed, crazed obsessed fan of her as a, as a beautiful dancer. And so he takes her to meet the wife shows how to give her her pills and basically says like, just she's sedated. So just sit here and read to her and he leaves. <laughs> and then the wife shoots up spits out the pills, starts like saying, you have to help me escape. He's obsessed with me, shows that she's chained to the bed. He has like a shrine of her in his closet. Yeah. Um, and that, I, hello, call 911. That's what I would have immediately done. And she even says to, or she's like, give me the phone so I can call 911. Like this went on way longer after that, where she's like calling her friend, like looking for handcuffs, keys to the handcuffs. Um, and then the guy comes back in, the, the husband comes back in, pretends to like give the wife a sedative again. And then I thought this was so funny. The girl starts immediately apologizing to him and saying, she was like, I will leave right now. And this never happened. This never happened. Like, I won't say a word to the place. I promise. Yeah. Which is <laughs> honestly probably what I would have done too. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. She just wanted to get out of it. Yeah. Protect your fucking self. <laughs> But then, yeah, he acts like he's going to take care of her, too, hold her hostage, gives her, a, almost gives her a sedative shot. This one I would have really fucked me up. Like, any, like, kidnapping situation from a creepy man like that would have made me yeah, like, not well. No, it's, yeah, Jesus Christ, I know. It's. That yeah, that that felt like too much. Like I was just like, she thought she was gonna get kidnapped too. Like, yeah. I don't, like, yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I I'm sorry if a friend who does that to you is not a friend. Fuck this shit. Like, don't don't <laughs> me like that. I don't I don't like that. Yeah, I I know I know. There's a difference between like something so unbelievable, like a Satan's baby thing yeah. attacking you, versus like you you are kidnapped in this house and you will not escape <laughs> like that yeah. would mentally fuck fuck a person up exactly no it's it's not it's not yeah just like this is just a crime that men do to women cool <laughs> right i'd be like what i'm never prank. taking another job again like she exactly. is i guess a nurse like a caretaker like i would be yeah. terrified of any future job after that <laughs> yeah 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 well oh, god this other one like surprised me a bit because they said that the guy who they pranked in this uh, episode called the Ghost Babysitter loves scare scare tactics, so he has watched a lot of yeah. scare tactics. So the fact that he fell for it, I'm just like, maybe you're kind of stupid. Like, not even like a small part of you thought it was scare tactics. Like, you should be familiar true. with the show. That's but, true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, th this one was like simple. It's just like his this guy is is a babysitter for like this uh, this kid and the mom just so casually tells him that her other daughter was like died no <laughs> no emotions nothing she she said she passed away because she was electrocuted and it was awful exactly and he's just like oh i'm sorry it was so it was so monotone 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then he's with the other baby, and then the TV turns on, and then the the kid, the dead kid, starts speaking to them. Mm-hmm. And he's screaming. He's not having a good time. He's calling the mom, and he's like, "You have to come back right now. Take care of this ghost." <laughs> <laughs> things are moving and flying around the apartment it's it was quite scary it was it was a lot yeah and he was he was also screaming so fucking loud uh mm-hmm. what i loved about this one though i love that the kid was the one who was like are you scared don't yeah. be your own scare tactics your friend matt got you and i was like wow this is like a such a good actor yeah, she's like laughing at him. She's like, "You idiot!" Exactly. She was. <laughs> there's a, the the ghost girl actor oh, comes yeah. in and is like staring at them through the window, and like those special effects were kind of crazy because she was like, I guess, yeah, they said she died because she was electrocuted, so they yeah. showed her being like covered in electricity somehow. It was for the 2000s. The special effects were very impressive. Oh my god! Yeah, so much like like the budget on this show. A lot of money has been would spent. You, yeah. Would you have believed a ghost situation like that? Or would you have been like, this is bullshit? I, I mean, here's the thing. I do not believe in ghosts. But but that's the thing. I feel like something like that happens to you. And then you, you start thinking, maybe I am the first person to encounter something like this. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like, how do you explain that? Exactly. You start like you start believing stuff. You start just like questioning like your sanity and being like maybe ghosts are actually real. <laughs> Although I did love when he called the mom to be like, "Oh my god, the TV is talking to me. The TV is talking to me." And the mom was just like, "It's probably just connected to the DVD player." <laughs> I know. I know. That was so such a, funny. <laughs> such a 2005 or whatever yeah. it was explanation. Yeah. So I'm like, "That that's happened to me before." You're like, "Where is that sound coming from?" <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, <laughs> the one after this is the mannequin party, and this is like from the Reddit uh, AMA. They said the creator that says that this is his favorite episode. This was a wild one. Yeah, and it was one of the weirdest ones ever. Yeah, that one had like a high production value as well, kind of. But it, it was basically like you know this guy is throwing a party for his. Hollywood friends and uh, <laughs> comes down to the two caterers and he's like, hey, do not embarrass me in front of my friends. They are here to help my career and they can also help your career too. And he just kept keep repeating that over and over again. And he like shows them how to make the food and stuff. And it was just so funny the way he just like puts so much fucking the cheese, cheese. in. The cheese yeah, whiz, the cheese yeah. In. Yeah, yeah. Just cheese whiz on a cracker. <laughs> He put so much. Said pile uh, on. Exactly. And then like we're talking about him and just like how weird he is, blah blah blah. With she was like, the victim talking with the other actress. And then he's like, Do you want to come up and meet my friends and serve them? Oh and, wait, but also in yeah. this one, oh, yeah. the girl that was being pranked, they showed the brother was the one setting her up on the prank and did you notice this? The brother was the guy who was pranked in Shotgun Wedding. Oh my god, yes. So he I didn't notice then that. set his sister up. It's all a little cinematic universe in there. Oh my he was, god. I guess, getting revenge. 
This is, Which, with this, a way fucking crazier situation. This is like Law and Order SVU, where you like they use the actors for different <laughs> things. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah, they absolutely use the like actual actors many, many times. This guy yeah. was like the divorce party guy, a doctor. I loved it. He was great. But that yeah, so, so he funny. yeah brings her in to the party, and surprise, surprise, the guests are all mannequins. And she handles it so insanely well. He like takes her up to I a know. mannequin. I was surprised to introduce. Yeah, and he's like, "Have you met my friend?" Blah 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 blah. Like, tell him about yourself. And she just like without missing a beat is like, "Well, hi, my name is so and so. I'm from blah blah blah. I want want to be an actor." And like, doesn't look scared at all. Like, you can tell maybe she's like, you know, working in the food service industry. You're just like, I've seen it all. <laughs> I can yeah. handle this. I deal with crazy people all the time. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And and that's the thing. Like if someone is like mentally ill in that way, you're not going to be like, it's not going to help to be like, your reality is fake. Right. To suddenly be like, uh, what the fuck are you talking about? You psycho. <laughs> exactly. So I feel like she was just like buying herself time to get out of mm-hmm. it but then which was so freaky to me like when she goes downstairs and there's a person apparently stuck in like the mold of a mannequin which right, made it yeah. which made it sound like that all of these mannequins were actual people <gasps> who were put in these suits oh oh my god i did not put that together you're right which was scary i was like oh okay i see that now. Is scary yeah because now she was scared because she was like oh he's gonna fucking kill me or like like bury me in this fucking suit yeah the guy is like moving from inside the encasing and she's like what the fuck is going on with that yeah and he's just like that's my new friend <laughs> i know and then uh, yeah and then the brother comes out and i'm sure he thought his sister was a freak like him she was like did you try to fuck the mannequins because i would have done that <laughs> Oh, but the best part of this one was when when she like goes back into the kitchen when she's like, I got to get the fuck out of here. What the hell? Then they show the guy still in the party with the mannequins just doing the best like improv acting for no reason for no one. Like no one's she's not in there anymore. This is like just for B-roll. And he's sitting with the mannequins and he's just like to one of them. He goes, oh, am I boring you? Excuse me. And then starts walking away and turns back to her and just goes, whore! <laughs> and I was losing my mind. I was like, this man is a comedic <laughs> I know. performer. <laughs> he, he was For so no com- reason. <laughs> he was so committed. Yeah. It was so good. Yeah. And so then he's trying to get her to stay and he's like, you can stay here with me and party forever. It was so creepy. I know. I know. And she's just like, no, thank you. I already have an apartment. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, fair, fair. Um, but I thought, okay, so this next one I thought had one of the best reactions on scare tactics I've ever yes. seen. This is the sec- yes. the security guard one. Um, it's called The Freaks Come Out at Night. And this man was set up by a friend to be a security guard at a pharmaceutical company. Um, and He's just like guarding the outside, basically. And someone, someone whispers from the window to him and is like, please. And oh, hands him a note saying, please help us. Please help us. And this guy, this guy immediately gives no fucks. He looks at it and he's just like crazy ass motherfuckers. <laughs> and just like ignores it. I'm like, 
what does he think is going on? <laughs> and then the guy, you can tell the guy is like, okay, usually someone would be kind of like playing along with this plot by now. But the security guard is like, uh, fully ignoring it. And so they keep being like, come here, come here, please help us. They're doing experiments on us. It's not legal. You got to get us out of here. And so the guy, the security guard is like, guys, just talk to the next dude's shift or something. I only got one hour. I got to get out of here. It's just like, this is not my circus, not my monkeys. <laughs> I like, I respect. He's like, they're like, you have to help us. And he's like, I don't even know you, dude. <laughs> I can't just and help then, any geek off the street. <laughs> exactly. And then the other like, security the guard comes in. The other security guard comes in and he electrocutes the guy who's like, yeah. The, yeah. And then, you know, and then he leaves and then he comes back again and he's like, please help me. And he says, nah, man, you just, uh, you just got your ass beat. I'm not trying to get involved in this. I'm not he's trying to not get trying involved to get in this shit. He was like, if you want to run, go. Like, I'm not going to like yeah, fuck, yeah. catch you. Right. Yeah. Eventually he's like, fine, I'll give you a 10 minute head start if you want to run. So he lets them escape and they start like a bunch of like experimental victims start running out of the building. And he is just like truly not getting involved. He's staying in the booth. The other security guard is like, close the gate. And he's like, okay, I will. (laughs) Like like, this man failed the Stanford person experiment so hard in this. Absolutely. Prank. (laughs) He said, and the guy was like, do something. And he was like, I'm not going to do shit, man. Yeah. He's like, I'm not getting paid enough for this. This is just like a temporary job. <laughs> I really, I really did respect not sign him. Up for this. And he did not yeah. even respond when the, when the guy was like, are you scared? He was just like, yeah, I just want to go home, man. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, I'm just not really annoyed <laughs> with anything. <laughs> uh, <laughs> at the end, when he was explaining like why he didn't do anything, he was like, I was getting paid, so I was just going to sit there. I was going to let you sit there and rot. I didn't really care. I know. Yeah, he was like, he was like, what is the name of this show? Prank Encounters or something? Because I'm not scared. <laughs> oh, that one was so great. They yeah. definitely were like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? Like, <laughs> why isn't he doing anything? No, that shit. Yeah, that shit was crazy. But OK, I think uh, w- one more prank, which is the uh, hazmat horror one. I think this guy maybe was the most scared I've ever seen anyone. Yeah, that or the rat monster one. Did I oh think, my god, these two? Yes, these two. We I talk think, about rat monster because they said that that was the most scared on the on the Reddit. The creator said that that was the most scared anyone has okay, ever been. Yeah. And they the were kind of like, and unlike, they had to like yeah. stop it early. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. I mean that. Yeah, that one had like to do with like anim- experimenting on animals. And that guy mm-hmm. worked for uh, that organization, uh, PETA, the animal right, rights. Yeah, it was what, the, the guy being pranked was like an animal rights activist. So they were like, okay, the prank will be putting him in like a research testing facility where they're doing experiments, mixing human DNA with animal DNA. Yeah. <laughs> and like I, his job was just to like take inventory or whatever. But then, of course, they start seeing like this little rat monster running around the lab, which is... Once again, yeah. a little person in a costume. <laughs> but he gets so scared so, so, so quickly. He he's screams just like, so hard. Screaming. And he's like, let's come back with guns. <laughs> like, he's ready to fucking kill. <laughs> and, so and it's, which is so funny because, like, the guy, the other guy was like, you want to kill animals? And he's like, yeah. 
It's like, I don't give a fuck anymore. <laughs> it's a little monster man running around. <laughs> His beliefs just changed dramatically. Was like, yeah, yeah fuck, I want to fucking kill these animals. I do not give a fuck. Yeah, apparently there was like a lot more to that one, but they couldn't do it because he was so scared. Well, yeah, no, he was fucking terrified. That would have been too, because that was like so freaky to me. Yeah, that one was pretty bad. But then, yeah, I think the hazmat uh, horror one was also one of the most scared anyone has been. And I yeah. have been too. Yeah, that one was very real because that guy is 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 told that he's supposed to pick up like tickets that are like, being resold. And the guy was like, okay, yeah, like, meet me at the back office. And the back office is just a fucking lap. And people come out <laughs> and, like, course. people come out on hazmat suits and they're like, what the fuck are you doing here? Did you touch anything? Oh my, you're contaminated now. You can't mm-hmm. leave. And they make him take his clothes off and, like, wash him. And, like, and they're like, oh, we think it's too late. And he's fucking scared. He's screaming. He's like, am I going to be okay? Am I going to be okay? What do you mean? Yeah. Contaminated. I know. It's fully naked. Just get me home. Uh, Yeah. I I felt bad for him. Yeah. And they put him under a cold shower and they like cover him in like soap and shit. And (laughs) it was too much. And I'm like, I hope, like, I I know it was a prank and everything. I'm like, well, I hope you at least got him fucking tickets to whatever he wanted to go to. Concert tickets. Yeah. Yeah. No, seriously. Yeah, like spraying him with decontamination foam. Yeah. Basically, yeah, he thought he was going yeah. to die from what nuclear radiation. That would be... Oh, my God, that one yes. was so mean. No, it was, it was fucking oh, insane. God. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, before we wrap up, can we play... Uh, there's a supercut of Tracy Morgan's best, best little one-line enders at the end of the episode that I found on YouTube. Yeah, okay. So we'll we'll play that. It's Okay, here we go. What? You went through all that and now you want to do it to your brother? Maria, you're evil. I like you. You know what's scarier than a 9-year-old ghost? A 9-year-old crack dealer. Real talk. That's right, Darian. If there's one thing scare tactics can teach you, it's don't trust your best friend. <laughs> Very funny, Judah, but you better not pull that crap on me. I'll beat your ass. Just so you know, Michelle, if you did shit your pants on scare tactics, you wouldn't be the first. I just did it myself. All right, Catherine, all you have to do to find this missing person (laughs) is move towards the light. Becca's about to learn the reason they're called stakeouts. It's... It's just so funny to me how he's just like a fucking freak. He's just so good at this show. <laughs> he's born to do it. Oh, absolutely. It's so funny. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. So what would be the scare tactic scenario? That, this is the game that we're playing now, which is, you know, we're trying to come up with scenarios that would scare us the mm-hmm. most. What would be the scare tactic scenario that will just, you'd say you would fall for and will just fuck you okay. up? Okay. I thought of one that I don't think they ever did, but it and uh, maybe they shouldn't because it would possibly be too traumatizing and scary. But if they did one where you were on an airplane and something happened and you thought the airplane was crashing and going down for for any amount of time, that would that would probably traumatize me for the rest of my life. Okay. Uh, this is very funny. Not the not the plain thing, but literally that was gonna be. My Seriously, thing you too. thought of that too? <laughs> well, 
I, so basically, so it is the plane thing. The plane thing was one of the scenarios, but for me, mostly it's anything that has to do with heights, heights. falling from like a high yeah, place. Yeah. So a plane included, mm-hmm. you know, like if, if like, if we're like an air balloon and you're like, it's about to fucking like crash <laughs> yeah, or something. Yeah. Or, or like a bungee <gasps> jumping oh, well, thing bungee goes jumping wrong, going wrong or like whatever. Skydiving going wrong. Any, yeah. Any fall. Exactly. That's so true. That would be horrifying. Like I, I am like so scared of heights. Yeah. Uh, so like I, so I like if it's something like that, I would like literally would like fuck me. They up. should they should do it where uh, it's like so th- you're in. You think you're going on a plane ride somewhere. You think you're traveling somewhere, but they make it so that this would be a very expensive prank. Um, I'm brainstorming it right now live. <laughs> they they actually take the plane into like a fake simulator thing. So you're not even actually in the air at yeah. all, but you look out and you think you are. And then they start making it be oh like a ton of turbulence, a ton of turbulence. And then maybe even uh. like some monster alien comes out on the wing. <laughs> you could do a lot with it, but it would be. Yeah. Oh my God. And you could like have someone like break open that the is... door and then you, you truly think you were going to die. No, it's so scary. And I fly, I fly a lot, and it's it's you know I'm like literally every time the plane shakes, I'm just like oh this is it. And you know what's so funny? So like literally right after I started watching Yellow Jackets, this is like never happened before. Every time I traveled, but we were going back to New York from Portland, and the uh, the the pilot said, "Hey guys, we're like taking like a, a little bit of a detour, so we're gonna be flying over Canada." And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. We're like flying over this the woods. This never goes well. And you can see the woods. Yeah. And I was like, no. <laughs> am I going to yellow jacket it right God. now? I don't want I that. And the internet stopped working and everything. And I was just like, oh, no, oh, no, God. No, no. Oh, geez. Yeah. So those those would yeah. be my my scare tactics, too. That. Yeah. I mean, that or anything that involves any type of bugs. Bugs, yeah. Yeah. Like if it's like some kind of like bugs in the lab that are like so fucking huge and like whatever and be like i would be grossed out and also Mm -hmm. terrified or like yeah they start breaking out of the lab and it's actually actually it's the little person in a bug costume (laughs) of course it would be yeah as usual (laughs) yeah so which takes us to uh, the final <laughs> segment, which is Villain, villain of, the, of week. the Week, where we talk about who yeah. our reality show villain in our real lives is this week. Mohana, do you have one? You know what? Uh, it's not a person. For me, it's going to be the weather. New York's weather this week has been my fucking villain. I feel like every time I went out, I have came back home with just having gone through the worst case scenario of weather. And I was never wearing the right thing. <laughs> like what? Oh, yeah, like rained, two right? times in a row, it rained while I was like, just like in a t-shirt, like, n- like no umbrellas, nothing. It was humid before when I came out. And yesterday I was literally was like, you know what? Fuck it. And I walked out of the subway and like, like eight minute walk to my apartment, just like in the rain, just just like raining all. I'm like, I'm not taking cover or shit. <laughs> Fuck it, I don't care anymore. I get like I gave up, and I got to my my apartment. It was like literally just like water, just like dripping out of me. And I was like, I don't care, man. I'm, I I gave up, 
And before that, as people know, and speaking of Canada, we had the fucking wildfires. So everything was orange. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I already like blocked that out. That was traumatizing. Yeah. That smog. So if anything, Canada is my villain. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I blame Canada and not global warming. Yeah. (laughs) They did this. Yeah. Canada, grow up. Put your fires out. Be responsible. Yeah. Put your fires out. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Exactly. Okay. Mine is similar. Similar theme to yours. My villain of the week is my nose. Because oh, yeah. having probably a lot to do with the weather, the spring allergies, and the smog combined, I have not been able to breathe properly for as long as I can remember, for weeks now. And I don't yeah. know what's going on up there, but now I have to go to a, a nose doctor to like you, clean out my I nose know. for me. It's awful. And I'm like breathing uh, tr- open-mouthed yeah. like a nerd. <laughs> You truly do not realize how much you value your nose until you're congested uh-huh. and you're like, this is the way. Like, it truly, like, in every other way I've gotten sick throughout my life, I think the nose is maybe yeah. the worst. Yeah, exactly. That's the one thing that you don't value, being able to breathe out your nose exactly. until you can't. Exactly, yeah. Especially waking up in the morning and you're like, my mouth is so dry. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's not made for breathing. Yeah. So I'm just like shoving anything up there to see yeah. if it'll help spring whatever I can find. <laughs> if anyone has any recommendations. Oh. Yeah, please. Yeah. Oh god, I know. No, I hopefully the doctor gets it fixed and then you just put it behind you. Do they have thank you. Do they have you know how have you ever gotten your earwax professionally cleaned out by a doctor? Where they like put like you liquid in and then it like crackles and then they like scoop it all out and it's so amazing and disgusting so funny that you asked because the doctor i recommended you yeah. uh for for nose literally <gasps> did that for me when i went for my nose really? she was like she was like do you want to yeah do you, she was like do you want to get your ears cleaned and i was like yeah and i was like yeah sure and it felt fucking Ooh. amazing. I was like, oh, is this what ears are supposed to feel Hell like? Hell yeah, I'm going to do that too. I had to do it once because once I accidentally like shoved earwax too far in my ear with a Q-tip and then I couldn't hear. Oh, God. <laughs> you're not supposed to do. Oh, no. But, oh, nice. I'm definitely going to do that now too. But my idea is they should do that, but for your nose, get all of the like old mucus and boogers and stuff out. Doctors, yeah. doctors, if you're yeah. listening, I have an idea. Medical, new medical idea <laughs> to hit the market. <laughs> no one's ever thought of it. Sharks, you've heard about earwax. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's nose booger. <laughs> Perfect. I know. You should, we should. should All right. Yeah, just going to make it. millions. I'm sure, I'm sure Mark, Mark Cuban and whatever would love to invest in he that. better. This is going to be my new, yeah, one hundred, my new career path. So this will be sorry podcast. <laughs> yes. So please, yeah, if you're listening, please send us your uh, your uh, tips on like how to uh, fix this shit. And also, like one last thing before we wrap up is because we, I feel like we talked about this for a bit, which is we for some reason we have a lot of like listeners in Australia. Yeah, and I love I- that. I just want to say thank yeah. you. If you're Australian and you're listening to this, we appreciate my, it. My favorite thing to say, and this is with love, my favorite thing to say in an Australian accent is Jennifer Lopez. 
That's how <laughs> my friend said that's how you learn to do an Australian accent. It's just practicing. Gina for Lopez. Say, oh try, it, try it, try it, try <laughs> it. Ch- Jennifer Lopez, like that. <laughs> yeah, I think we're both doing it perfectly, and our Australian yeah. listeners can chime in and roast us for that if they want to. Yeah. Oh, please do. Yeah. <laughs> now, now our our podcast just blows up in Australia just because of this, <laughs> or goes goes or the to other zero. way around. Yeah, Who knows? Like, yeah. Offensive. Yeah. We're we're just joking. We love you. We love Australia and everyone who listens we love to you. this podcast. We do. Well, we'll, we'll see, see you guys you next week. And next week. Bye. Bye-bye.